CBC Universe. Welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And as always, I've got my gracious co-host, Chris, the uncontested creator, Cassidus! <laughs> oh, oh, man! man. And we're, <laughs> we got our, <laughs> our partner back. He's back from the dead. Soundy! Ooh, soundy. soundy says what's up. So crisp. So crisp. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to have Soundy back, but Chris is, of course, it's it's even better to have you back. How are you doing, sir? I'm I'm doing well, comrade. Uh, I'm I'm happy to have still been hosted on Facebook.com website <laughs> for now, right? Facebook, Facebook. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Facebook. Breaking news. Facebook dot comrade. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> Hidden in plain sight. Oh man! All right, <laughs> off the rails already. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they're definitely they're definitely listening for stuff. Um, <laughs> golly, what did I do the other day? I what was I literally thought of something? I didn't say it out loud. I didn't type it anywhere. Oh yeah. Oh, I was okay. This is a really mundane thing, but I was like, I need new pillowcases. <laughs> right? I need new pillowcases. I thought it. I mean, I, from, from time to time. It depends how your weekend goes. <laughs> so what, you, you know, if you put in one of those 48 out, you know, one of those full 48s, <laughs> that's, you're going to need some new some new bedding. Um, no, I was seriously, though, I needed new pillowcases. And I, I just, I didn't even look it up. I didn't look it up on Amazon. I didn't talk about it on a phone call. I didn't message it to anyone. Just mm-hmm. thought it. I just thought about it. Next hour on Facebook, get an ad for, for freaking pillowcases. Wow. Not even joking. I'm just like, all right. Wow. I just give up, Ops man. on the radar. Like, just give up. Like, get, <laughs> all right. Take the wallet. I mean, what are you going <laughs> so, to probably a, There was a drone outside with an Alexa kind of attached to it. That's what heard, that's what heard you. Yeah, I didn't say anything out loud, though. That's the thing. I just thought Oh, it. shit. I didn't say it out loud. I never... Literally never said the word pillowcases until, I mean, now I'm saying it a lot, but like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of stuff to uh, cover this week, so we probably should, you know, get back on the ball. Uh, real quick, uh, rundown of the slack. We're looking at Teen Titans news. Stanley update again. More Stanley stuff. Um, by popular demand, we're going to very briefly talk about Ready Player One. Uh, solo oh, no. second trailer, Deadpool uh, TV spot. Got some cool casting corner uh, news involving Venom and uh, an independent comic pro- uh, property and some people related to A Quiet... What's that movie called? A Quiet Place? A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, possibly. Uh, we've got some Why the Last Man definitive news for once. 
Hey. We've got a follow-up onto the uh, Deadpool animated series being canceled. We've got a pretty hilarious <laughs> cameo by the Black Panther um, to cover. <laughs> and a surprising and triumphant return to a Marvel legacy back in the comic book publishing world. So wow, let's... that's a lot of slack, man. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. <laughs> what a story, Mark. <laughs> God. Soundy. Oh, how I miss you. <laughs> All right. So, okay. This has probably been the most... I don't know if controversial is the right word. It's definitely been the most memed thing, I think, to come out in a while. It's all over Twitter and, and, and Facebook and I think even Instagram. Hell, it's probably mm-hmm. hit a few snaps at some point. People have been repinning it like crazy, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's on rapid fire. The Teen Titans TV show, which is just called Titans, okay, there was a leaked photo. Now, this was not official uh, released production still or anything like that. This was just some person got a sneak pick in and then blasted it on the internet and immediately, immediately, fan, mostly fanboys, but fanboys and fangirls all over the, the world and the internet just lost their minds. Like, like, like this? <laughs> they're like, they're holding back a train. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's bad times for Toby and for I guess every DC fan on the planet. Uh, so here's 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 where we're gonna go with this. I'm gonna give you my quick take on it. I want to know what yeah. your thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look good. It doesn't. It it looks real bad. It looks really bad. <laughs> but it's it's an unsolicited picture. Like it's not the end result. I think the the actress playing Starfire. Um, What's uh, her name? Jop? Uh, something Jop? Anna. Anna Jop. Uh, she's like in a coat. Uh, AKA Disa Gana Jop. We all know. <laughs> wow, man. That's a callback from the Dallas Mavericks days, for those that don't know. <laughs> uh, we sure do a lot of NBA crosstalk for a show that is not at all about sports. Um, Ooh, we crosstalk that cross up. Oh, nice. Crossover. Biggest crossover since. And then if uh, this were a vis- if this were a visual show, you could <laughs> you could see like the Ninja Turtles and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but we're not oh, okay. we're not on YouTube. Um, More ambitious than Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, there you go. Uh, she's wearing a coat, and which which makes me think that, that she she's in Blast between she's in between takes probably like they're they're probably out on set. It's probably cold. It's probably yeah. between takes. Beast Boy looks weird. Raven looks weird like a guy actually uh and i'm not trying to be disparaging it's just it's not a good picture but we've seen this many 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 times before Mm -hmm. both from marvel properties and from dc properties um as well as any summer blockbusters shit just looks weird sometimes until they get the special effects in the correct you know the the uh, after effects and all of that who knows? It's too soon to tell. It's just like the Shazam thing. Like, let it go. <laughs> do you remember, go. like the, the do you remember the in production shots of like uh, Doctor Strange, fucking Strange and Wong? Oh, when they're jo- when they're like leaping, they're jo- <laughs> looks like they're skipping along the street. Yeah, man, that's exactly good, good, good example. Yes, we got mm. our first look. It is not inspiring, and there are there is precedent to be worried in the sense that, like, I remember when we got our first look at Apocalypse. And he looked like a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers villain. And yeah. 
we're like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, and then they were like, well, maybe it'll look better once the movie, you know, comes out. And right. it really the, didn't. There was that first uh, image from uh, Inhumans. Yeah. Yes. That, that They kind of showed their hand on that one. Yeah. So it does. It can. It can go that way. I'm not saying that this isn't a case of that. But we just don't know yet. I think, mm. I think for the people to get so riled up. And I get it. People love the Teen Titans, especially because of the, uh, the cartoon from the mid-aughts. You know, uh, that's a really, really popular show for a lot of people. They've got that animated movie that's coming out, but it's like the go. It's like the kid version, the little kid version of Teen Titans. Oh, word? It looks pretty funny, though. Actually, I should have put that on the Slack, too. That I saw the trailer in front of, uh, what did I see the other day? Um, uh, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. Oh. Yeah, I saw Wrinkle of Time for the sixth time. Uh, no, I saw Isle of Dogs, and it was, it was in front of that. And, um... It looks. It actually looks really funny. Literally, the voiceover tag is like, if they can give Aquaman a movie, they'll give anyone a movie. <laughs> that's their tag. Like, that's amazing. Good job. Way to be self-deprecating and hilarious. Uh, but, but back to the picture at hand. I'm. I just need to see more. Yeah. And I think people need to calm down. Also, it very quickly turned racial. Right. Yeah. Because of course it did. Uh, that's always sad to see. I live for the day when that's not a thing, when that's not the first thing, you know, like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, what are it, your thoughts just, on it, Chris? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's called knee-jerk reaction for a reason, right? I mean, it doesn't, whenever your um, knee gets hit like that, when, when the doctor's testing it out, I see if you're alive, it's really, it's not even going to your brain. That signal is just going direct to the base of your spinal column, nothing to do with what's going on upstairs. I think that's kind of the reaction that the reaction a lot of people had when they saw yeah. this they, they just like started firing off with keyboard vomit yeah and um emphasis, yeah emphasis on the jerk right like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh internet asshole reaction i guess might be a better term but uh yeah let it play out let it, i mean i didn't actually know that this series was getting the green light so this <laughs> is kind of cool uh I, it, it's just the problem of that the cartoon is so iconic in everybody's memory. Um, it's really hard to get away from that really, really great portrayal that um, that they had. Yeah, and the, 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 that series is written so, so well. If anyone's yeah. out there that has not seen the Teen Titans animated show from, like, I think it was, like, 03 to 06, 07, something like that. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Go back and watch it. They do a lot of really cool stuff where they do overarching arcs. That, that go for the whole season, but then within that they have like four four part arcs, three part arcs, and it it just all kind of connects. Really, really great character portrayal in mm-hmm. that show. Uh, some of the best I've ever seen in an animated uh, series. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know, but it, calm down, everyone. I know right. it's the worst thing you can tell anyone ever, but like just chill out. <laughs> It'll come out when it comes out. You can inhumans the shit out of it if it's terrible, and it'll uh-huh. go away, and that'll be it. That'll, <laughs> that'll be it. <clears throat> All right. Moving on to the unending saga of Stan Lee. Wow. Uh, so we've been covering this off and on. I mean, really, I feel like for the last few podcasts, actually. Yeah. Uh, now there's, like, legitimate, possibly, question mark, depending on who you talk to depending on what you read, legitimate elder abuse allegations about Stan Lee. Uh, There was a video. um, The hostage video? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that video too. But there's a video of him at a con 
he did make an appearance oh. at a recent con, and he's like signing stuff, and they're just churning him out like he's a machine. And at one point, he like doesn't really sign his name; he just like makes a circle basically, and oh. they have to tell him like, "Stan, that's that you got to sign your name. Your name is Stan Lee." Like they tell him his name, and it's like, oh, like that. That does not feel good. Um, yeah. You know, as somebody who got to, to me, and I am I am going to totally uh, blow blow my horn, or what's the cliche? Is that the right one? <laughs> toot my horn? Toot your, toot your own horn. Like, toot my own you horn. can blow it, though, man. As somebody <laughs> who got to meet Stan Lee on a couple We're of occasions. Shame. Yeah. You can blow it. <laughs> All right. I got to meet Stan Lee a couple of times. I got to talk to him for a solid, like, ten minutes one-on-one, and brilliant man just really kind and really really giving of himself and his time and and his attention he's 95 years old now mm-hmm. you know it, it seems like maybe his mental uh, faculties are is that right faculties mental faculties are not fully there at all times which is fine mm-hmm. he's 95 let him rest he doesn't need to be doing this shit all the time I know I think he does like it but at the same time you do worry about people taking advantage of, of course, with his wife dying, unfortunately, uh, who loved him to death and was really protective of him. Now, there's things about his daughter possibly mistreating him. His manager, his longtime manager has been fired. There's this thing about they, they stole some blood from him to. Oh, yeah. To sell like comic books with somehow. I don't I don't even I mean, that's just insane. It's one of the most. It's get- it's yeah. been in this territory, the... Boo! Not cool! It's been in that territory for a while now. Pretty much all but, of 2018, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's just hard to take. It's hard to hard to hear. This man is kind of, like, responsible for our shared kind of uh, mythology that we're going on right now. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know him like you do, uh, but <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's harsh. It's harsh to see the situation happen to any human being. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he's he's like a grandfather to to a lot of uh, fans, comic fans, um, of all ages. So then he came out with this video where it's like like he called it a hostage video. It's just him, mm-hmm. but he's like, you know, these people with their allegations, you know, you need to cut it out or I'm going to come after your asses and sue you. Like he's, it's real weird, man. Whoa. He's really aggressive. Um and I mean, I get it. Like, if that is the case, then yeah, he has every right to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants retractions and so on. He feels like there's someone that has a vendetta that's trying to cause all this this turmoil within his family. Kirby from from the grave. Kirby getting his revenge, right? Kirby's it's not Kirby's dreamland. It's Kirby's revenge. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, but. You know, I don't know what to believe anymore, and it's 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 it's, it's anxiety inducing. Uh, this is not mm. of all the people out there. Stan does not deserve this, whether it is legitimate abuse or he's just being harassed. Uh, either way, now Kevin Smith has come out and has graciously offered to like, you know, and Kevin's got a nice gig, man. He's you know he's a multimillionaire. He said, hey, Stan, come stay with me and I'll make sure, you know, we take care of you and you have the full medical staff at your fingertips and anything else you might need. And, you know, all the medical. <laughs> yeah, all the medical. Uh, maybe have a nurse named Mary Jane. And I'm not talking about <laughs> Peter Parker and Mary Jane. But, um, yeah, it's so, you know, you know, that comes from a good place. Kevin yeah. is 
you know, he thinks of Stan almost like his father. And I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I doubt Stan takes him up on the offer. I really wish he would, though. Uh, right. Because you know that that's somebody that genuinely has Stan's best interest at heart, and I just, you don't uh, you don't think he's angling for the Mallrats too cameo? <laughs> I mean, it is needed. Back to the mall, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Strip Mallrats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. I I really don't like this story. I I hate that we have to keep talking about it. I wish it wasn't a thing, but it's yeah. Uh, I mean, what more can you say, right? Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> I was just thinking that. That's a good one. Oh, Sandy. Coming in the clutch. <laughs> All right. Ready Player One. Uh, it's a movie that came out. Came out a while ago. Like, maybe a month or so ago. Um, not quite a it's month. It's been that long? Not quite a month. Um, Might have been. I, I mean, like 20, 20th, 21st of March. Time, man. It just like keeps that. going. <laughs> wow. Yes. Willem, you're right. <laughs> um, let's talk about Ready Player One real quick. Now, we don't spend a lot of time. We're not going to do a flashback on this one. We're not. Oh, I, thank I, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I do have a little bit of cool trivia, one in particular, one trivia tidbit that I know you're going to really enjoy. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll just do a real quick, like, what'd you think? And, like, what could they have done? Or what should they do if they make another one? Uh, I'll ask you first, Chris. Yeah. Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? Was it enjoyable? I did. I, I really, really did enjoy it. Like, um, as soon as, it, I, I, I mean, I think it's kind of a, I have a bicameral mind type of thing going into movies. All right, like, Westworld. Wants... <laughs> Expl- Tell me more about your world, Freddie. Um, <laughs> Analysis. I, I try to view it for, <laughs> I'm just there as a fan. And one part, and the second part, I'm like, you know, going through all like the different machinations of the story, and like how I'm critically trying to view it for the first time. And uh, as soon as I turned that part off, <laughs> it was a lot more entertaining, a lot more enjoyable. Um, it was really weird for a Steven Spielberg movie, um, just camera work wise. There's a lot of like rotating shots, yeah, and like uh, you know, kind of 360 spins. I'm like, whoa! I mean, is he taking the page out of JJ's book? Because um, right. that's sort of cinematically incestuous. Um, but no, I I, I like that. I mean, the yeah, Akira bike was in there. Uh, Gundam was in there. Uh, yeah, I, I was a happy camper. Firefly. Fi- fucking for real? Dude, it was the ship that Daito jumped off of. Oh, yeah. shit! God damn it! See, there's so much, so many things going on. That, God fucking damn it! Do you like how I miss Serenity? Do you like how I like nerd? Like I nerd, uh, I nerd explained to you that like <laughs> this movie. By the way, for for the awkward nerds out there who do not know how to interact, but like just want to like one up each other all the time. This is yeah, like yeah. your holy grail, like because there's so much. It's a yeah, never ending. I mean, it's a well. it's a night long conversation of. You mean you haven't seen insert insert name? Yeah, insert thing, insert, insert thing. like reference to Excalibur or you know yeah. Monty Python <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, I, I agree though. I, I think I think the movie. I'll put it this way. I I, I think you said you haven't read the book. Yeah. I I liked the book. Uh, there there is you know it was written I think about ten years ago, maybe a little maybe ten fifteen years ago, and socially we've we've changed a lot. <laughs> So there are certain things in the book that are a little problematic, and and thankfully they pretty much eliminate all of that in the movie. 
And, oh, and it's really just the best sort of ideas and tropes from the book that are transplanted into the movie. I mean, the kid uh, doesn't watch uh, He's not like an Alex Jones fan. <laughs> right. The, um, I like the visuals. I, you're right, though. It doesn't really feel like a Spielberg film. It almost feels like it's somebody trying. Like it's almost like if J.J. Abrams was told, "Hey, make a make a film, but throw a little bit of Spielberg in it." Right. Yeah. And that's the movie, except it's Spielberg that directed it. It's really it's it's just really odd. Uh, yeah. Now he did go on uh, Spielberg. That is went on to was quoted as saying that this was the third most difficult film he's ever done. Wow. Behind Jaws and Saving Private Ryan. And I don't know how he quantifies that, but he, he did say Wow. Shade to all his library, though. I mean, Schindler's List isn't hard to make. Man, I mean, how is it to d- kill a, you know, a million people? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't be that mad at me, though. One, I'm joking. But two, at least I remember the Holocaust. Like, I oh, act like it's no. a real thing. There are people out there that are trying to say that it didn't happen and I, you know okay um it's good the movie's good i thought the acting was fine i loved oh spoilers by the way we're, we're not going to try to not spoil it at this point the shining sequence you have to go backwards in the race yeah <laughs> uh yeah the the last keys in his castle they have to play adventure uh, um <laughs> No, but the the shining sequence was so good. Uh, I actually oh, yeah. doing doing some research for this uh, for the pod on this film. Stanley uh, uh, Steven Spielberg and Stanley Kubrick were actually very good friends, and they had always wanted to collaborate on a few projects. Unfortunately, Stanley hmm. passed away. Stanley Kubrick, that is not Stanley. Comic, yeah, my heart stopped for a second, man. Uh, Stanley Kubrick passed away, and (laughs) in fact, uh, in order to, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not an homage, but like, rob the grave, (laughs) no, to soil uh, the memory, almost like a eulogize, like almost to eulogize Stanley Kubrick. He because Stanley Kubrick always wanted to make the movie a movie based off of the short, uh, short. Uh, essay, I guess not an essay, like short fiction that was uh, artificial intelligence. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Steven Spielberg wrote the screenplay for that, which he he doesn't like writing screenplays apparently, and he only did it because he wanted to honor. That's the word I was looking for. He wanted to honor Stanley Kubrick and pay homage. Wanted, pay homage. There you go. That's why he wanted. That's why he made the film. That's actually why he made it. And. Um, you know, so with all that being said, the shining sequence is done with so much genuine love. Yeah. Uh, for Kubrick, for The Shining. <laughs> it's, t- to me, head and shoulders above anything else in the film. And not that the rest of the film is crap, but it's just so well executed and is it's such a nice sequence within the film. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that really does stand out because like the rest of the the rest of the film is kind of like like oh shit that character from from that thing, uh, like Chucky getting thrown in as a weapon, yeah, um, <laughs> and taking out a bunch of like those IOI or whatever the fuck uh, soldier guys, yeah, that was hilarious. But the, the shiny part, like everybody was like, no, don't fucking go in there, no, stay away. 
uh, even in the draft house where, you know, they eviscerate you for doing that. Yeah. So that <laughs> was fun. And, all, and then the sequence where the Sixers are all like trying to pass that level and they're just screaming and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good times. Good times. Uh, what was something in the film that surprised you? Hmm. Uh, I think kind of meta textually, um, like the it's in anime. It's kind of been a trope for a long time now. The isekai kind of thing, like um, you know, teenager from this world is kind of a loser, but in another world, he's cool and awesome. That really translated really well. That kind of you know mainstream audiences kind of dug that. They ate that up, and you know, that's not exclusive to anime by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, it's been around for the past like seven seasons or some shit like that. Like every other anime is like that. Oh yeah, Tenchi, um, Dual, uh, yeah, uh, Evangelion probably. Yeah, Sword Art Online. Evangelion, yes. how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Next time we eat together, I'm order. I'm gonna order a steak just to stab you with the knife. Uh, uh, <laughs> with mayonnaise. <laughs> with mayonnaise. <Yeah. laughs> no, no. Uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. It's probably a good thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually impressed that uh, this is kind of like the same thing, except in a movie form in American. Yeah, uh, you know, pretty much everyone I've talked to at least like sort of liked it. I, I didn't really hear a lot of people complaining that much about it. it I think it did okay, money wise. I don't know if they're going to do a sequel. Let's go ahead and run down a few quick trivia uh, facts that I that I managed to gather here. So we talked about this after we saw the movie, actually, and I thought it was funny uh, that I actually was able to find a list. But, you know, you and I were talking, you know, again, after the movie, you know, what if somebody else directed this film? And I said, like, an Edgar Wright. And I think you said, oh, yeah, I think you said, like, a Christopher Nolan. Like, what if Christopher Nolan had, <laughs> had done Ready Player One? And so, actually, Warner Brothers had a list of directors that they were considering for for this movie, which includes Christopher Nolan, Robert Zemeckis, Matthew Vaughn, Peter Jackson, and Edgar Wright. <laughs> so I think it's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. Spot on. And all like honestly, I would love to see there, there's no way they're gonna do this, right? I would love to see each of these directors version of this <laughs> movie of like of the source material from the book yeah i would watch all of those because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would each bring something totally different like uh in a previous conversation not on this but kind of almost in the same vein like who would you want to direct the last avengers movie uh not the one coming up not if anymore but avengers 4 whatever it's gonna be called mm -hmm. and i always kind of like say let's get fucking get everybody get each each director on each each one you can each a-list director just have them direct 10 minutes of it and just fucking splice it together. It look, it'll look crazy. It, nothing will be right. All the color palettes will be kind of like uh, their own their own values. But fucking do it. That'd be amazing to see for Ready Ready Player Two or whatever the fuck is gonna be called the sequel. I mean, yeah, <laughs> have sequences directed by these different directors. That'd be amazing. I think if they lean into the worlds part of of yeah. the Oasis, where there are different worlds that you can go to. That definitely would lend itself to that sort of strategy. And I, I think it's something they should definitely look. I think you're right. I think they should definitely look to do something like that. It would be amazing. And Peter Jackson can choose like seven different endings. Yep. And, and have that be like almost another movie. Just just a denouement. Denouement? Denouement, yeah. Nice. Warner Brothers. Denouement, denouement if you win to MacArthur. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> they didn't say it right. This podcast is just three people. Uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. So Warner Brothers won an auction for the rights to Ernest Klein's novel Ready Player One in 2010. Um, about a year. Okay, so I guess the movie came out about eight years, or the book was written about eight years ago, because 2010, right before it had been published. Oh wow! So they they bought the rights, sort of sight unseen, and that's pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of makes you wonder like what would happen if Disney would have gotten a hold of it. Christ, yeah, they did the best to have like a hot battle without any Star Wars stuff. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cool to see. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the Maverick move, right? I'm, I'm all in. I don't need to see the flop. Yeah. Yeah, we should even reference Maverick a lot for a podcast. <laughs> it's real weird that we keep doing that. Uh, it's, it's a really entertaining <laughs> film, though. Seriously. Um, Talk to me, Goose. Richard Donner, man. Richard Donner is in it. Uh, Richard Donner directed it, I mean. Uh, okay, my, my last bit of trivia for the film, and this is the one I think you're going to like. Yeah. None other. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Already? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You might want to look at Soundy for a reaction here. None other than one Mr. Michael Keaton was considered oh, for the role of J.D. Halliday. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know uh, you're you're a big proponent. I mean, if that had happened. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. Just print it, man. I mean, Miles Keaton in a movie—that's that, you fucking banking there. You're just, you're just, you're just piling it up at that point. Just stacks upon <laughs> stacks, my dude. An, an embarrassment of riches. Shouts, shouts to Michael Keaton. Yeah, I, I, I like. I mean, the you know, it's like guy's like a character actor. I can't think of what his name is. I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> but the guy wow. they got for JD Halliday. Yeah, I'm just not. Well, I'm gonna, it's gonna make like I'm gonna be tight. Okay, fine. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do no, it. No, no, I got it. I got it, man. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. The guy, uh, that, the actor that played JD Halliday, was really good, and I, I, he really, to me, was a good personification of that character from the book. But is that, that uh, Mark, Mark Rylance? Sure. Yeah, Mark Rylance. That's right. Uh, yeah. Michael Keaton, though, would have liked it. Would have liked to have seen that as well. Apparently, Gene Wilder was 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 approached to be in the film. Probably yeah, not right, as J.D. Halliday. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Uh, so that's it. Ready Player One. You guys should go see it if you're on the fence. I think it's a good time. Uh, if you hate it, go ahead and add us. It's fine. It'll just draw up our uh, <laughs> social media score or whatever it's called. You won't. Uh, all right, moving on. Yo, boom. Ah. Little segue music. Yeah, that's nice. What what is that? What's that from? That... Ringo scrap. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Oh no, oh no. Uh, did yeah. you did? Totally unrelated. But did you see the the Kendrick Lamar got the Nobel Prize? Oh shit, yeah, man. Be- no, like... Not not Nobel. <laughs> Holy shit, you got the Pulitzer. <laughs> Now, Pulitzer, I'm sorry. What did I say? <laughs> One left stroke just went viral. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, no he said Nobel, Nobel right. Literature Prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, Pulitzer. Yeah. Pulitzer. That, that's that's what I meant. Pulitzer. My apologies. Pulitzer. Come Wait. on, journalist. Let's go. <laughs> Look, man. I couldn't find my headphones earlier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Looked for them for like 40 minutes. Could not find them. 
It's real stressful. I'm a mess. Okay. But yeah, Pulitzer, Pulitzer. My apologies. But shouts to Kendrick Lamar. That's well, you don't want pretty that cool. heat, man. He's coming after us. I don't. I definitely don't want the Lamar heat on me. Um. <laughs> All right, uh, a film that he's... That makes me... I don't know why, but Lamar Odom in a heat jersey just came to mind. Okay, I mean... You don't want, you don't want the Lamar heat on you. Nope. Ah, oh, man, remember when they... Remember they had to pull Lamar Odom out of a brothel because he was unconscious? <laughs> if you're ever having a bad day, just think, like, you're not Lamar Odom being, being shuttled out of a brothel because you're unconscious. Like, that's unresponsive. That turned. That took a weird turn. Weed every day. I mean, just not in a brothel where you Man. might be unconscious. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, a, a thing, a property that is definitely going to get heat one way or the other is Solo, Ooh. a Star Wars story. We did get to see a second trailer that dropped. It's. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I think it looks a little more fun, which is good. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sold on uh, Alden Einreich's, Einreich's uh, ability to play Hans. Yeah, Al- Alden Einreich? Aaron Alda? No, don't do that again. You're always trying to throw Air- uh, Alda in there. No. <laughs> hey, he still could work, man. He he got legs. Uh, I still don't think he can pull off the Han Solo that well. But we uh, we get to see a little bit of the rest of the cast, and I have a feeling that maybe like Black Panther, the the supporting cast will sort of carry the film. Not that Black Panther himself wasn't great in Black Panther, but, but the rest of the uh, cast was great. Yeah, I I think uh, your boy uh, Solo is gonna get buried, uh, having to go up against uh, fucking Khaleesi, and then uh, and Gambino Glover. Yeah. And uh, Charles Gambino, yeah, uh, and that robot. That robot looks pretty cool. I mean, Star Wars robots always steal the show. God damn it. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I I will say that it looks better. We it just it has a it has a more sort of adventure tone to it, and it you know dare I say it almost gave me a little bit of a Indiana Jones feel. Uh oh. In some parts, and I know. That's sort of blasphemous. It's it that's that soundbite's gonna come I back to ground. bite me in the ass because uh, <laughs> there's no way it's gonna live up to any kind of Indiana Jones. Maybe Crystal Skulls or whatever. Uh, maybe oh, that one. oh, <laughs> oh, man! Why? God damn it! Yeah, like nobody needs that memory brought back up. You know, uh, actually, in Ready Player One, the book, Ernest Klein, at one point they talk about Indiana Jones, the Holy Trilogy, like the Holy Trilogies. It's like Matrix, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Indiana Jones, and they don't even count the ones after the third one, is what it says in the book. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so how are you feeling about Solo, though? You think it's, uh, what do you think it's going to do? You think it's going to do well? Yeah, I kind of, like, um, like he says at the end of the trailer, like, yeah, I thought we were in trouble there, but we're fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be alright. I mean, like, like we keep saying, Star Wars has to be good. <laughs> don't, please don't wreck this Lamborghini. Uh, <laughs> It, yeah, yeah uh, it it has to be good. So uh, it's gonna be enjoyable in one way or the other. Uh, I mean, if not for Bino and Khaleesi. Yeah, I I think some of the world building might be a lot of fun in this one. Too, yeah, that yeah. we might get to get to play around in for a little bit. All right, another another trailer. This one's just a small TV spot, but we got to see a little a little different look on Deadpool, uh, Deadpool two, and this one is what they're calling the audition trailer. Now I was actually. 
pardon me, I was actually hoping for a sequence like in Mystery Men. Okay, for those of you oh, that have not seen Mystery Men. Now, okay, one real quick trivia about <laughs> Mystery Men. That film is directed by Tim Burton. Ooh. He's not credited as the director. They gave him like a, like a pseudonym. Uh, because I think he had another film that didn't do well prior to that, and they were worried about, like, kind of killing his cred, I guess. But, uh, but there is one kind of fun sequence in that movie where they have, a, like, a superhero tryouts for people to join the team. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun little sequence in that film, and I thought they were going to do that in this trailer. They could still do it in the movie, but really we only see, like, I think one or two people auditioning, and one of the people, like, it doesn't even have powers. They're just... Just a guy that he's like, oh, I just saw the ad, and I think Deadpool's like, you're in! <laughs> like, okay, that, <laughs> that guy's going to get killed for sure. But uh, give him a red red shirt. Um, yeah, I just looked it up out of, uh, out of curiosity on IMDb for Mystery Men. Uh, Kinka Usher is the credited director. Yeah, that's a real person. That's not a real person. <laughs> Come on. That's that's Tim Burton, everyone. Okay, what did you, you think about the trailer, though? No, it's, it's um, looks like Domino has some pretty good lines. Uh, fucking all the all the CG looks tight and shit. Like they really did the, the from what it looks like so far at least they they really use that expanded budget really really well. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean I've always been a you know day one Deadpool fan, so definitely hype. It, it, this one it looks good. Yeah. Definitely, you know, we we got those original reports that uh, the screening test screening screens where they were like, "Oh, it, it did really poorly." Again, I, I don't buy it. I don't think that was the case. It looks fine at bare minimum. The floor is like it's going to be an entertaining film, <laughs> and it I think it its ceiling is much higher than that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Especially if any of the reshoots, like you said, could sort of hint to an MCU connection. Fuck. God, that I hope. would be amazing. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, a little, little yeah. bit of uh, Mr. Man trivia. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys shown for the edition was fucking Dane Cook. Oh, God, that would have made the movie so much worse. Yeah. It was not good anyway, really. But I, think like, he, I think he used a spatula. That was the superpower. Yeah, there's a character in there with a spatula. Is it Dane Cook? Oh, he auditioned for it. No, he's like in the he's, he's in, the movie. in the movie and he yeah. oh my god he's a, yeah he's he in the in movie audition yeah ah uh, yeah mm, that's not a good look <laughs> not a good call oh uh 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 it's here somewhere there we go ah! that's not a good call no you don't like that call I don't like that it's <laughs> not a very good call all right it is. What most everyone, I think, at this point, the consensus, it's our favorite segment of the show. It's when we get to kick back and relax. Join into the lounge. Get a little bit of get a little bit of coffee and pie. I'm of course talking about Casting Corner. That's right, baby. We've been away a minute. We're back here right for you. Let's massage those ankles. You've earned a place in the casting corner. All right, we've got a, a sort of a trifecta of information in Casting Corner this week. The first one is comic book, and this, and uh, actually, so we, I guess, oh, you know what? He was already in it. He was already in the Evans list. Carl Urban. Yeah, this who, motherfucker. Who is in Thor Ragnarok as, um, 
What is his name? He has the two uh, guns. Destroy. Yeah. Annoying Ow. asshole. <laughs> Golly. He's a, he's a character in the comic, too. There's something can... like Wrath or Wraith or... Yeah. Um, well, okay. While you look that up, uh, yeah. he's also in Judge Dredd. He's in Dredd. Skurg. Skurg. Yeah, Skurg. Uh, something fucking stupid. <laughs> so Skurg and Dredd. Um, Matt... I am the law! Oh, man. Not not Stallone Dredd. Just the good one. <laughs> By the way, I think I told you this. The, the director of Annihilation and Ex Machina... Uh-huh. Is not credited, but apparently, di- like according to Carl Urban, oh yeah, directed Dread. He was like, yeah, he he directed it. It wasn't whoever got credited for I mean, it. Why why is Carl Urban trying to make it hot? I don't know. I mean, why not? You only got one shot. You only get one life. It just gets stitches, man. Well, didn't he's loose? He's loose with the lips. Is what did, I'm saying. Didn't prevent him from getting cast as Billy Butcher. <laughs> oh no! And the boys. Oh no! So here's the thing about the boys. The boys. Gangs of New York too. What was that? Gangs of New York too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What the boys? I guess so. I guess that. Could no, the be butcher. It. Butcher. Oh, the butcher. Butcher. Okay. Okay. My apologies. My apologies. Uh, <laughs> again, the headphones. I didn't have them for forty minutes. Really threw me off. No. No lie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now I just wanted to see Gangs of New York too, man. I think that'd uh, be great. <laughs> The Boys is a really interesting source material. <laughs> Essentially, lots of people have superpowers. They don't have a really good way of policing it. The government comes up with this agency of these hard asses that basically try to keep the peace. Now, they don't actually have superpowers themselves, hmm. but they can take these pills that momentarily give them like superhuman oh, strength and like invulnerability. And and the the comic is definitely for mature readers. Like, yeah, there's um, there's takes on Batman, Superman, Spider Man, Green Lantern. There's ah, oh, there's so much that goes on in this comic, and it's a self-contained series. I can't remember how many epi- uh, issues it is. I want to say it's like either sixty something or like sixty seventy uh, issues. The 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 new recruit into the boys is a character that looks exactly like Simon Pegg. <laughs> and I would think that they would get Simon Pegg to be in the boys, except he's a lot older now. And I, I don't know if he would fit that character because that character is supposed to be like in his early 20s. Mm. But it's a, it is a, it is definitely worth a read for those of you who are looking for something new to read I, I really do highly recommend it to, but keep in mind it is not for those with with the uh, with sensitive minds I guess is a way to put it uh, <laughs> they bring the ruckus for sure it's got a oh, really shit. great story and a lot of really really interesting characters so I'm really excited uh, Carl Urban's great I think he he does he did great in, in Tread and what did I say the other, oh, he was good in Thor too so yeah, uh, oh, actually, I got to meet him at. Uh, here's here's a here's a plug, free plug, to Apple, and Alamo City Comic Con here in San Antonio. Got to meet Carl Urban last uh, last year. For at free? Alamo City Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's a uh, real nice, real nice guy. He's um, uh, okay. I'm like it sucks that I don't know this, but he's either Australian or from New Zealand. Uh, yeah, I think it's a Kiwi. 
yeah. Uh, real nice guy, though. Super duper nice. Was taking pictures with lots of kids and stuff. Uh, what else? Okay. This is just a rumor. I feel like I saw one place that, that tried to say that this was a confirmed thing, but honestly, that site looked a bit sketch. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this in the rumor pile for now. But Woody mm -hmm. Harrelson in the Venom movie starring Tom Hardy as wow. Carnage. Wow. <laughs> which would right. be huge. Now, here's the thing. Automatically, people are like, what? I think you said this when I told you. Woody Harrelson's like 100 years old. Okay, fair. I, I, th I think, I mean, uh, fair is fair. I, th I think I said 5,000 years old. 5,000 years old. Oh, that reminds me. So apparently Chewbacca is 190 years old in Solo. And uh -huh. a little over 200 at the beginning of A New Hope. So that's where it takes place in the timeline. Just so everybody knows. Um, but Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. The thing is, it's probably CGI. Maybe he just does the voice. Hmm. Like maybe think? they even get a, a younger actor to actually play like the... Like, like it's Woody Harrelson's voice instead. Or maybe Woody is he's, he's, he's doing live action mocap. Yeah, or like maybe the, yeah maybe they have a different actor to play because in the comic his name is Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy. Um, maybe they get a different actor for that character, but then when he becomes Ven uh, Carnage, then you do the Woody Harrelson voice. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. What, what and do then you... and then Carnage goes, "All right, all right, all right." You know that's Matthew McConaughey. What? You know that. That's Woody Harrelson, man. No. He was in that one movie, Interstellar. Yeah, man. He, he keeps on going. Uh, he keeps on saying, like, uh, that's the thing about high school girls, man. They don't leave me, Murph. Yeah. He's like, I've been driving a Lincoln since before I was paid <laughs> to drive a Lincoln. <laughs> he goes everywhere in that, in that fucker. He fucking loves that Lincoln. Uh yeah, so I don't I don't know. What do you think Woody Harrelson's a good fit as Carnage? Whether it's just no, as a I want McConaughey now. Okay, <laughs> I do want McConaughey. I, the only reason the only reason I'm saying they shouldn't get McConaughey is because I want McConaughey, and it's, I've said this before. I want McConaughey as Norman Osborn. Oh shit! Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand you think percent. This is a game, Peter. <laughs> just just wiggling his fingers. Constantly just shuffling them <laughs> back and forth, like a, like a real. I, I've been dressing like a goblin way before you pissed me off. He's drinking a, drinking some like like Maker's Mark or Wild Turkey or whatever with John Legend <laughs> for some reason. All right, okay. Now this one is not even a rumor, except that. John Krasinski, star of A Quiet Place, which I have not seen, and I know you have. And I'm, I'm really, Quiet. really, yeah, that's what I hear. Keep your voice down. I'm really excited, really excited, Shh. really excited, really excited to see it when it comes out. That's, that's better. That's yeah, better. Really excited this is, to see it. This is really weird now. Yeah, I wonder it's, if. It's, it went from A Quiet Place to a weird place. I wonder if everyone that's listening, like, had to put the volume back up to. <laughs> Hear what saying. Let's fucking blow it out. Then. Oh no! Two, two is four minus one. That's three. Quick maths. 
Oh, Saudi. What are you doing? You're so drunk with power. <laughs> John Krasinski wants to play Mr. Fantastic, a.k.a. Uh, Reed Richards. And he also has a suggestion for Sue Storm. None other than his oh, wife, yeah? Emily Blunt, who's also oh, in A Quiet Place. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Krasinski is flexing a bit because that movie is doing <laughs> gangbusters at the box office. It's yeah. killing it right now. So he's got a little bit of cachet, and apparently what he's been doing is going on Twitter, and anytime anybody associated with the Marvel film has said anything positive about A Quiet Place, he's been retweeting it. <laughs> so, like, Maggie, Maggie was like, ah, oh, this is the best film since Get Out. Here comes Krasinski retweeting that. <laughs> you know, Chris Pratt's like, ah, oh, man, that was a really intense thriller. Here comes Krasinski retweeting oh, no. that, getting those ats, you know. So, I mean, smart. Well, I, I mean, Fags has a direct line. We have a direct line to Fags right now. I mean, he is a devout listener to the podcast, as right. we've given the evidence for. Um, what I mean, would you like this casting? I I would. I'm all in on this. I think John Krasinski and and Emily Blunt. I mean, they're married in real life. You want that family dynamic. In the first family of Marvel Comics, there you go. It's right there. And not only that, <laughs> not only that, Krasinski originally auditioned to play Steve Rogers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not only that, there's a funny story actually. I, I saw it uh, like on a like on a Tonight Show thing, but uh-huh. Krasinski was saying that he went into audition for Steve Rogers' uh, role for Captain America. He put the suit on. He's like, I can do this. I can. I can do this. I think I can do this. And then apparently Chris Hemsworth, he bumped into Chris Hemsworth like the same day, <laughs> later that day. And Chris Chris was like, that's a good look or whatever, right? And uh-huh. and he saw just how <laughs> jacked Chris Hemsworth was. He was like, I can't do this. Wow. I, I cannot do this. Uh, but since then, a power he, move. He's, he's, he's bulked up for some roles. There's pictures of him with like a beard. And I think maybe he has a beard in a quiet place. Uh, Reed Richards has a beard sometimes in the comic, and there there have been oh. some side by sides, and he looks spot on. Guess what? Emily Blunt looks like Sue Storm. She just does. Like you don't have to make her hair all weird, like uh, Jessica Biel or not Jessica Biel, Jessica Alba. <laughs> Jessica Biel would have been all right as Sue Storm. I think. I think honestly, you take the the. The power that Krasinski You take the has. bad, you take and, the good. And then you have <laughs> the Fantastic Four. Yeah. The Fantastic <laughs> That's Four. That's how it became the Adams Fantastic Four. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's perfect timing. I think this is the right time to get Buzz. Krasinski and Blunt are hot with the movie that they've got. Now's the, now's the time to strike. I think it's yeah. I think it's looking good. And I kind of really do hope that it, that it goes in that direction. What about you? Thoughts? Uh, yeah, she fucking was insane in Sicario. That movie is amazing. <clears throat> um, uh, complete, well, I guess not unrelated tangent, but Sicario 2 looks like it's going to be really weird. It's just uh, your boy, uh, The Collector. Yes. The and collector. Uh, Thanos uh, in, a, in a movie together kind of yeah. brown out. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe doing a little bit of Rick and Negan. But um, Katarina, he's just shaking his <laughs> hands a lot. Yeah, people do have elbows, do they not? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to suffer because Emily Blunt's not in it in Sicario 2. Uh, she's amazing. I think that's the right move. I mean, Krasinski aside, I think if you get Emily Blunt in a Marvel property, I think that's great. Okay, so he's just kind of like the side, the, the extra. All, the little... all he needs to do is like give that look to the camera. Right, the gym look? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's here for, man. And not only that, again, again, in fakes. Look, man, I'm talking to you directly right now. You're the guy who produced Black Panther, man. Look, you take Krasinski, he's super likable, right? He's Jim from The Office. You make Reed Richards a likable character. Make people invest in Uh-oh, him. you feel that turn? And then you Brett Hardem, you turn him, you turn him heel, and you make Mr. Fantastic into the maker from the Ultimate Fantastic Four comic, and boom, you've got your next great Marvel MCU villain. By God! By God! That's John Krasinski's music! Yeah. I I just I can see it crystal clear. You know, clear as day. And I, and I really, 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 really hope that they go in that direction. That'd be right. amazing. We're going to scoot out of Casting Corner now. Move it, moving on to the rest of the show. We've been talking about this one for a while. I've got some fantastic news. Why the last man? Yorick. Yorick is found a oh. home. Okay, I completely misheard you. I didn't look at the Slack for this, but now, now, now I'm on board. Okay. <laughs> I, thought said, I thought you said rival ass man. I'm like, <laughs> what property is that? Is that Valiant? Why is it automatically have to be a Valiant property, man? <laughs> Just because they got Vin Diesel on board? Is that... No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's, it's more like Image. Are you image sh- goes are you, there. Are you, giving <laughs> image shot- goes there. are you doing shots at Vin Diesel, man? Are you adding Vin Diesel? Man, fucking... Yeah, oh. fight me. Oh, he's an egg. He's a human egg <laughs> in a vest. Get it, uh, uh, DeSerona on the Rocks or whatever the fuck your character's name is in uh, Fast and the Furious? Wow. that it's. I think it's... Dom Toretto? Dominic Toretto. Yeah, I was close, man. <laughs> fucking Iron Giant. Ooh, look at me. It's fucking voice actor. That's all he is. Oh, he's a good one, though, man. He's Groot. Don't get so, don't yeah, get so yeah. bad. He, no, he's pretty good. <laughs> uh, apparently, he's, apparently, he's a real nice guy, too. He's always... Yeah, he likes D&D a lot. I'm sorry, Vin Diesel. Uh, Shit, uh, Oh, complete wild tangent. Vin yeah. Diesel in a live-action D&D movie as Minsk? Oh, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. Okay. Uh, God damn. You can get a uh, fucking uh, Seth Rogen to play Boo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. It sells itself. We might have to... This podcast is for, is for four people now. It's for three, two. Oh, we, we've got one listener. Uh, we're losing them? <laughs> Why the last man? Why the last man? <laughs> got an official pilot order at FX. So they're... Fully going through with it. They're getting the pilot order. Of course, we know uh, that with pilots, they sometimes come to order. They don't always make it to air. You know, it doesn't always, it's not always picked up as a series. But this is step, this is the next step. So sometimes it's a flat spin. Is that another Top Gun reference? Yeah, it's the goose is dead, man. Yeah, I know. I just, why do you want me to relive that tragedy all the time? I don't understand it. I have an army. We have a Hulk. We need, a, I don't know. we need a goose is what we need. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then the Avengers still find a way to lose. 
In time, you will know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they remember you. Um, yeah. So that's good news. That's it. There's not really a lot to say about it. We've talked about this before, but they they've got a pilot to order now. That's the next step. Let's hopefully it's good. Hopefully they pick it up into a series and we can move forward. I think I think the success of Preacher and maybe to a slightly lesser or more extent, depending on how you look at it, Legion is yeah. really allowing people to have opportunities with these other projects. So, so they threaten me that they got Legion and the Gifted on FX? Uh-huh. Not bad. Yeah. It's doing all right. Sometimes the Marvel TV stuff kind of falters. Uh, <laughs> Danny Rand. And um, well, and, and Why the Last Man is a DC Vertigo product, so... Yeah, you know, I it's curious. Like if FX is gonna be doing Gifted, and they almost did this Deadpool animated show, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, and like you said, they have Legion. I, I, I don't think the the comic publishing companies care that much, but that's gonna be interesting that you have sort of rival properties on the same channel. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's that's more of a more of a nerd type thing, but yeah. That's right. By the way, we mm-hmm. we sort of. I guess half jokingly, but uh, I think last episode maybe the one before that we were talking about freeform and cloak and dagger, and we're like, "What the fuck is a freeform? What the fuck is freeform, dude?" Okay, we got a listener. Chris chimed in. He said, "Guys, this used to be ABC Family. It's a TV station. Like, you <laughs> use the internet, you idiots." <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, it is. Man, it used why to be... use the internet where you can do baseless speculation? There you go. There you go. It's uh yeah, it used to be ABC Family, so it is a TV station. Okay, all right. Uh, for now, I mean, I, I guess is that on the high three hundreds? Where is that? Yeah, man, I don't. It's gonna be like an app only thing at some point. Like, it's, <laughs> there's no way it sustains. But yeah, it's a it's a TV show. So call your local provider and you know find out where uh, Freeform is. It's it's somewhere on the television. Might be moving around. Might be moving around. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool animated series, as we talked in the last uh, episode, has been canceled. Oh, no. So sad. Donald Glover. Cool. Not cool. Definitely not cool. I'm really, really bummed about this. I was super psyched about this show. Apparently, we got a little word as to maybe what happened. And apparently, Glover and his, his compadres, his compatriots his comrades oh and, yeah da da that's good um wanted the the feel and the edge of the show to sort of mimic the boondocks hell yeah so if you've ever seen the boondocks it's uh it's an edgy show i guess is is the the polite way to put it um and in an episode in a script they had written for the Deadpool series centered around Taylor Swift and maybe not putting Taylor Swift in the best light. And that's probably putting it very lightly. Oh, come on. What do they do? Put a lot of snake emojis in a text message? <laughs> uh, okay. I've only seen this in one place and I have no idea if it's true. I'm going to say that it's probably not true, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Oh, that's just definitely true. Supposedly, the script was that Taylor Swift was also secretly like a prostitute of some sort, <laughs> or stripper, or call girl, or escort. Uh, like, is a secret identity? Uh-huh. Again, I've only seen that one place. I I, I don't know. 
But, uh, but yeah, so apparently either Disney or, or uh, Fox blinked at that and were like, yeah, okay, we're going to, we're going to pass guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for trying. We'll catch you on the flips, man. Man, they, they wanted to write like the boondocks, uh, first, first episode, first season, learn that lesson. Don't ever tell white people the truth, man. Can't, they can't handle, handle it. Can't handle it. I think I think the three truths that Riley was talking about was um, Ronald Ronald Reagan was a devil, Jesus was black, and Bush is lying about nine eleven. I mean, I definitely remember Ronald Reagan is the devil as one. Yeah, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, that's a good segue actually, because uh, <laughs> talking got, about Reagan, we got to see something on Saturday Night Live recently that really blew up on the internet and rightfully so because it was just delicious i sound like rachel ray right now i feel a little bad about that uh they did (laughs) a a, they did a black jeopardy episode which those are really great there's one with tom hanks by the way uh that's a good one that's a really good one but they had they had black panther himself t'challa they had chadrick boseman as t'challa stripped away Scoffs at tradition. Oh no! Here we go again. Uh, anyway, I we're gonna throw this on the thread on Facebook page on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. Did you just whip me? That was us throwing, uh, it, on so throwing it on the page. Okay, that's good. I thought. I thought right, try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. We're throw it on the page on Facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even want to really break it down here. It's just something that needs to be experienced. Very funny. Uh, it's already spawned a few like little comic strips, uh, reinterpretations <laughs> of some of the things that happened. I think there's a T-shirt out there involving nice. a woman named Karen. So if you watch this <laughs> clip, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, just good time. Real good time. And it's nice to, to see uh, these characters that we're really starting to love sort of reinterpreted through a different lens for humor. It's it's good times. On the Black Panther tip, though, I mean, uh, it's bro- breaking all kinds of records. It overtook Titanic. It's now number three highest grossing American film of all time. Oh, nice. So that's domestic. domestic yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right behind Star Wars is first, and I think it's uh, uh, shit, Avatar? another Disney one. Which one? It's not Avatar. Uh... Uh, uh, it's it, number three. I can look it up. Okay, no, you don't have to. I mean, but it's but coming. You know. It's coming for you. Well, you know that's that's the that's the strength of the Black Panther. It's the power of the Black Panther. <laughs> uh, flexing, man. I mean, that movie is so so good. I need to use my movie pass and see it again. And uh, oh wow, speaking of yeah, okay, yeah. There's you know we talked about jokingly about getting movie pass as a sponsor for the show. We're definitely going to have to reconsider that because I got what is essentially a cease and desist letter from them <laughs> via email where they have changed the terms of services on my card. I think because I use it so much that I, <laughs> they want me to take a picture of myself holding the ticket when I buy the ticket to see wow. a movie. And I'm. I don't know how that's going to help them or what they're, they're trying to make it more inconvenient for me. That's not going to stop me, son. I was already taking a picture of the <laughs> ticket anyway because I'm going to lose it. 
So, you know, try try harder, Movie Pass. Come at me. I told you. I told you gonna break it though, man. Come at me, Movie Pass. Shit. Some men this want like to that. see the world burn. Oh fuck! Burn it all. Burn it all. <laughs> so back to Black Panther. It was Star Wars: Force Awakens, Avatar number two. You're right, and Black Panther three. Okay. They're overtaking Titanic, which nice. is fucking incredible. Man. So I guess when Celine Dion was talking about her heart will go on, she didn't mean the heart-shaped herb, though. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last bit of news for the week. And we're ending on a publishing note. You know, I know. I know. We don't cover a lot of the comic, actual comic. (laughs) Yeah. It's seen us talking about... The publishing comic side of things is about as frequent as you see The Undertaker wrestling in a match. It's, it's like once a year, maybe twice. Look, I was just trying to say it's dead. Okay, that, I mean, right. that, that's, too, that's true too. I mean, it works both ways. But we, are, we got some real news, and it's cool. It even kind of ties back into something we were talking about earlier. The Fantastic Four, the first family of Marvel Comics, is coming back to Marvel Comics. Finally! <laughs> the Rock is, I mean, Fantastic Four. Finally, Reed Richards <laughs> has come back <laughs> to Marvel Comics. Uh, it's going to be written by Dan Slott, who is just finishing up his run on Amazing Spider-Man, which he had been the only writer on Amazing Spider-Man for, I think, like 10 years. Wow. So I think he's had the longest tenure of any writer, even more than Stan Lee on Amazing Spider-Man. And uh, inked by Sarah Sarah Pacelli, uh, who has done Miles Morales, and I want to say Miss Marvel. Um, so two two huge books for me. Like I'm a big fan of. I like her art style. Uh, but that's really cool. Is that you know Fantastic Four have not had their own standalone comic for years now. I want to say it's been four or five years since they've had their own published comic, and that's that pretty long. Nuts. Good God, yeah. And they were one of the very first. Uh, Marvel comics to be published like in the superhero uh, we kicked off the silver age of superheroes for Marvel comics so it's really mm-hmm. it's really great to see them come back uh, Dan Slott's a pretty great writer uh, very human writer if that makes any sense he brings a lot of humanity into his characters and I'm really excited about it uh, what do you think you think you're going to pick up that first issue or are you going to hit up like I don't know Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure <laughs> 3. I'm pretty sure that you were reading at one point. It, it, I mean, not not for nothing. They did a pretty good job with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna ask them to... Um, Show me what you got! I, I, perfect time to pick up Reading Fast 4, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm interested. Especially, you know, with, again, the buzz of Krasinski, Blunt, possibly being those characters in a movie. Now's a chance. You know, people complain all the time, like... I don't know what comic to get because it's already on issue like 200 and something, whatever. Here you go. Issue 1 comes out in August. You can start there. We'll uh, we'll definitely pick that up and I don't know, probably even do a little review for you guys and gals out there. Ooh, a what you're reading? A what you're reading, yeah. So I think that closes shop for the week. Chris, you got any other thoughts? Anything else that we didn't cover? Think um, no, that's about it, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, Good time to be a nerd. Yeah. Oh, man. Shouts to my mom, <laughs> by the way. 
Uh, she's <laughs> hey, recovering. On, recovering. There we go. There you go. Uh, the first lady of comic books, I like to say. I mean, I'll tell you this. My mom's recovering from major back surgery, and she's in a rehab center at the moment, like a rehab hospital. And her whole thing, like her one of her main, and this is legit, this is real. Her one of her main motivating factors of going through the rehab, getting her back stronger, you know, getting to a point where she can be uh, released and then also allowed to like go out into the world, not just even be at home, is Avengers Infinity Wars coming up. <laughs> we got what eleven days. She wants to be there. Midnight screening. <laughs> Thursday. She doesn't want to break her streak. She has seen every Marvel film midnight screening. Wow. That's yeah, that's a streak, man. Yeah, it's dedication. My mom, man. I mean, real, real, real classy lady. My mom. So, uh, was she well, mom? And uh, speedy recovery. See you. See you home soon, hopefully. And yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy and proud to take her to that movie. Hopefully, she can she can do it. And I bet you she will. I bet you damn well she will. Can't stop, won't stop. Exactly. <laughs> Something went viral. I think. Don't play it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Till next time. The fortress of Potitude is closed. So long, y'all. Stay super, everyone. <laughs>